Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Startup Diary podcast. Now, you're used to hearing me fire three topics across the Harrison. He picks one and we dig into that. This week, sadly, we have not been able to jump on the mics. So we are picking up a previous topic and zooming into that for today's show. Enjoy. Adam. Harrison. Uh, We had someone email in about a previous Friday's, uh, one of the topics that we didn't cover. Yes. And it was cohort analysis. Oh, the one you were snooze festing at. (laughs) Yeah, I yawned. They said cohorts, question mark, tell me more. Okay, so we'll try and keep this one snappy because it is hard to do on the mics. And I think that's partially (laughs) one of the reasons. There's a lot of diagrams (laughs) that need to be drawn. There is. So. There is a dictionary definition that we should drop into the podcast right now of what cohort analysis is. Good luck with that one, guys. Good luck with that. This is where Adam thinks I edited to the point where I added in a dictionary read of cohorts. This stuff isn't going to be on the show. He's going to just put a little jingle, which is cohort analysis with a little jingle behind Cohort analysis is a subset of behavioral analytics that takes the data from a given data set and rather than looking at all users as one unit, it breaks them into related groups for analysis. These related groups, or cohorts, usually share common characteristics or experiences within a defined time span. So now we're back. And by the way, Harry, I love the voice that you just put on. That is like a definitions voice when we say something on the show that we don't want to try and elaborate on ourselves. And we just want to like go and get something a lot more technical and substantial behind it. So what you just heard, guys, is cohort analysis. And for a simple person like me, what it means is we have an app, the Expert Trades app. And what we're trying to review is the behavioral differences as people coming to our software to try it for the first time as they move through the process of being a brand new user, hearing about expert trades, downloading the app, going to different parts within the app, and then eventually becoming a paying subscriber, how users act within our app is different over time for a number of different reasons. The biggest one is we've just updated and relaunched our full app. We've redeveloped the whole thing, brought it across natively to iOS, And the goal behind this was very simple, to provide a better user experience for all of our customers and allow them to get more value out of the app, which in theory should result in high conversion rates. Mm. We're talking about conversion rates. What we're looking at are the people that come into the app and how many of them convert to become a paid subscriber. Like, How do they find the value? So when we're looking at cohort analysis, what we're doing is we're saying, actually, let's look at the last 2,000 people that came into the Expert Trades app as an example. I'm saying as an example because this is the stuff I've just had to do. And I'll tell you why very briefly. So we looked at the last 2,000 people and what we did is chunk them into groups of 200 people and looked at their behavior within the app across four or five key metrics. So we're actually looking at how many of the people in the first cohort of 200 subscribed and how long did it take them to subscribe to the Expert Trades app? And that's the time to value. Is the app so confusing that they don't know how to upgrade and we need to manually onboard themselves? Harry's laughing because we've been through all this pain right now. I'm actually looking at 
<laughs> graphs of cohorts and it just happened to coincide with and you said this is really confusing because it can my mind's getting it can by be these and i'm going to try and do my best to cover this off on the mics the thing is that i just want people to understand is over time you'll be improving your service mm-hmm. and what you cannot look at is a global conversion rate of every member of expert trades as an example Twenty thousand members how many of those have bought a website from us as an example that number is actually irrelevant I'm raising a round of investment right now. And one thing that I needed to understand is when people come into the app, how many of them subscribe to the app? How many of them go and leave a tool tour review? How many of them go and create their profile? How many of them go and buy a website? These four metrics are super important to business. And if we look at a global scale, the first 8,000 people that joined Expert Trades thought we were a checker trade competitor five years ago. They don't even know we do websites and apps. Mm. So that would completely destroy our current conversion rates. So what we do is just actually, let's look at it in batches of 200. Cool. 200 people. The last 200 people, in theory, are our best case because we've it, tweaked stuff. It's also in, is it, are you basing the 200 within a time period as well? Or are you just saying every 200 people? So you can, cho- you can choose your definition of your cohorts. So you can say, actually, we're just going to pick a monthly cohort. So everyone that joined in September, batch these people as a cohort. Mm. And all that means is you tag that group of people and then you watch their behaviors over the following yeah. months. So here's a, we'll try and keep it super basic in term, and it ain't going to be basic. I know it's not. I'm going to try. <laughs> in our, in, in, strap in. In our app, you can leave, you can create a profile. We'll go with that. Yep. You can create a profile that allows you to collect reviews. So if we looked at the number of people that download our app and create a profile, we want to know how easy is it and how intuitive is it to go and create a profile? How does our onboarding messaging impact the people's conversion rates for Mm -hmm. a profile we're on the same page now so what we do is we say actually let's take the time thing in january 200 people signed up yep how many of those created a profile and we go 20 okay so 20 people in january created a profile now most people would just stop there and look at january as 20 people so 10 percent conversion rate whereas actually there's this long tail thing that takes place because you can follow that cohort Mm. you can follow this class of people across the journey through the app so 20 people got their profile in January and then another 10 people from that January batch got their profile. And then in March, five more people got their profile. So over the space of three months, 35 people created their profile in Expert Trades. Okay? Yeah, so you're, so you're monitoring that single cohort over a period of time as well. Exactly and that. And then you compare that to someone that started that process that uh, uh, you compare that, sorry, to a cohort that started the process a month later, and hundred percent because two different cohorts over the over a similar three month period. What's the conversion? Absolutely perfect. <clears throat> because otherwise, what we're doing is saying how many profiles were created in Jan, how many profiles were created in Feb, mm. how many profiles were created in March, which is actually very. Uh, <clears throat> it's very uh, distracting to the numbers that we're trying to actually dig into. What we're trying to find is. Um, how many people from the January people create the profile? 20 people in Jan, 10 people in Feb, five people in March. So 35 people out of 200 people converted. Mm-hmm. 17.5% of people converted over three months, okay? So then we look at the February's cohort and we go, 50 people converted in the month. What did we change for our messaging because we had a higher conversion rate for month one? And did that same thing trigger in month two and in month three? So we can actually say, cool, we're going to A-B test our messaging. For everyone that signs up in January, send them down this user journey. 
for everyone that signs up in February, send them down this user journey and everyone in March down this user journey. And then after those three month cycles have played out, we can sit down and review every single cohort, what they did, did they get a profile? Did they leave a review? Did they buy the app? Did they convert X, Y, and Z? And go, actually that cohort February was the best change all the messaging to focus on that sort of messaging. And then we're going to rinse and repeat that cycle again. That's the new baseline. And then we implement that into new cohorts as they come into the funnel. So the assumption is as well then that the, so you take the Jan, Feb, March yep. cohorts. The assumption is that they're going down different onboarding journeys, for example, like th- because surely cohort one is going to go through February as well. It might have been that you just had general messaging that did well for anyone that was in the system. Yep. So is 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 it cohort reliant on um, essentially A/B testing different um, onboarding messages and things like that? Or awesome. Do, do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Awesome point. Really, really good point. And the thing that I want people to, when they hear this, I want them to think about is a cohort is a way for you to test anything that you want to test. So what I mean is. If all of your marketing stays exactly the same and you want to test how many people convert within three months, you bring people in in Jan and then you create a three-month user journey for those people. The new people that sign up in Feb, you create a different user journey for those people Mm -hmm. and then you review the conversion rates month on month for each of those two separate cohorts. Or you have one set of onboarding Everyone experiences the same thing, but you change how you market your product. Join Expert Trades, get a free profile. We're going to create a free directory, no lead fees, no subscription fees. Join today. If we send that out for a campaign and the people that come in through that channel, how do they react in the app? Compared to save time with your admin, we've got an app that makes quoting and invoicing super simple. Compared to leave 25 reviews and tool talk and get access to news and deals. If we change the above the line marketing to get people into the app, that will naturally change what people expect from the app when they get into it. What you can't do is test everything at the same time. So choose something to test and you can do it on a, depending on the volume of people that come through, you can test it on a daily, a weekly, a monthly, choose something to test and then iron that out. I'd recommend understand how to get people into the app for the first place, make sure expectations are right, then do onboarding. And then just rinse and repeat that cycle. But it's a really good question. You can use a cohort to identify and and track the changes of anything you want to in your business. But you couldn't retrospectively apply cohorts to existing signups, for example. So like, so you think of all the data points that we've got for people that sign up. We can we yep. can look at people that have signed up in January, February, and March, and we can compare what they've done in relation to the other people in the different months, but. Can you just say, okay, we're going to call them cohort one and cohort two and three? Like, do you have to start everything afresh to begin the cohort analysis process? It's, it's a really good point. And there's certain stuff you can backdate. So what we've done with the Expert Trades app, we haven't done loads of new features. We just rebuilt the mm-hmm. app in a more scalable, better user-designed interface. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is we can actually just backdate every group of people. So we could say, we're going to batch it up in groups of 100. Everyone that comes into the app and does at least one. So here's a great point to address your question because it's an amazing question. Actually, I want to know everyone that creates one quote in the app, how many of those people go on to convert to become a paying subscriber? I can backdate that. So I can say, I want, I want groups of 100 people. 
everyone that's created one quote within the first seven days of joining, put those people into a group. Once you've got hundreds or fifties or whatever we want, I want to know the trend over time to how they've converted. And what you might look at is actually uh, fairly flat, fairly flat, fairly flat, March, higher conversion rate, back down, fairly flat, fairly flat. And we go, well, the new app wasn't available in March. What changed? Mm. Because then it creates this in uh, investigation process within the business. What happened in March in 2018 to result in people coming into the app and converting higher? Oh, we did a brand deal with that company and they emailed their customers. Oh shit, what was their messaging? Because they did it better than us. Like that will allow you to sort of see anomalies in the business and the trends to actually go zoom in on that thing. What happened then? We need to do more of that. So certain stuff you can backdate, but it's it will be difficult. It will be messy. Yeah. Um, and we collect a shed ton of data. And most people that are most people that are listening to this show right now, if you run a coffee shop and you've got a loyalty card. Well, firstly, well done. Like most people, you need, that's the sort of thing you need to work out how you collect data points within your business today before you even really start thinking about the cohort analysis. But you can actually, this is an interesting thing. You could change the, the front picture on your door, the offer on your front door. You know, people see it every single day when they walk past a coffee shop. You can batch people and say, actually, the people that walk past the front door when they saw free croissant with a flat white and that was on the board for a month, how many croissants, how many flat whites were sold? Cool, let's tweak that to have free flat white every time you buy a croissant and jam. And then like, you can you mm. can implement this any way that you want to to understand trends within your business. Does it need to be a cohort at this point though? Because it sounds like you're essentially just batching data points. So is that what is that what that is called? You just call the it The reason I mentioned the loyalty time. card is because what I'd want to zoom in on that point is the people that came in for the flat white and the free croissant deal, how did they then interact with my company over time? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. like you say, it's not a conversion rates on, otherwise it's just a marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah. Put this in the window, how many people convert? How did those yeah, customers all, interact with me over time differently to the yeah, new yeah. people that came in for the free flat white compared to the croissant? Do they care more about the free yeah. food or the free coffee? And do they buy more coffee in the long run? Because other, other, otherwise the short term of that would just be you're looking at between the time that that sign was outside, what was my sales that month? Whereas what you're saying is, not only the sales that month, but also then what are the actions of those people that came in for that initial sale and then their return? So glad that you zoomed in on that and cleared yeah. it up 100%. And that's that's the key thing is when someone comes in, conversion rates is marketing, cohort analysis is what's the lifetime mm. journey and value yeah. of that customer. That that was what I, where I was trying, because I, I was thinking what it's not really kind of making a difference as to whether you just look at the data long yeah. term. Because why do you need to separate all your data points? Because surely you'd be able to see a difference in conversions are higher during this month. Yep. But obviously, yeah, you, it's a way of monitoring the activity of a specific group over, over time. 100%. Amazing point. Rather than your entire customer base. I think the way that you've just summed it up is literally the thing we should end the show on because that's the exact thing. <clears throat> Bring people in and analyze their actions over time compared to flash in the pan, what's the conversion rates of this singular promotion. And once you understand where you get better conversion rates, zoom in on that, do more of that and rinse and repeat the cycle. I think we got there, Harry. We good? I think so, yeah. 
Google cohort analysis and you'll be blown away. <laughs> Have a look at some of the diagrams. Enjoy that. Any follow-up questions, let me know. If you're thinking about implementing it into your business, download the Anchor app, send us a voice message and give us some context and we will try and help. If you have a listener question, you can either use the Anchor app, find Startup Diary, hit message and send it in. Or Harry, how do they email in? Email questions at startupdiary.club. And on that note, thank you so much for being a listener to the show and we will see you next time. Thank you.